Koppel, host of the Time for Coffee podcast, where you get firsthand career advice into the jobs and industries that interest you the most. And before we start today's show, I have a quick favor to ask you. If you haven't already, I'd be incredibly grateful if you give us a rating and a review on iTunes. And if you're like me, you need to do it now because you'll forget later and because it's the best way to help others who may be in search of career advice to find this free resource. So press pause if you haven't done it and do it right now. I'll wait. Thanks so much and enjoy today's show. Hey there, Java Junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or ten minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini-episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career triple-shot K-Cup with my guest, Cara Golden. Well, speaking of going back, Cara... I'd like to go way back to when you were an undergrad and you went to Arizona State University and you were a journalism and communications major. You weren't majoring in entrepreneurship. I don't even know if the entrepreneurship major existed back when you and I were in school. Why did you pick journalism? And did you know what you were going to do with that degree when you graduated? It's interesting. I was, I always enjoyed writing. My dad was actually loved writing as well. He was a product manager. I talked about him a lot, uh, that he was a frustrated entrepreneur working inside of a large company. He had developed a brand called Healthy Choice, which is still alive and well today. But it was... It was really him, I think, that inspired me to to start writing and journaling. And, and so by the time I got to college, sort of the natural progression was to go and get a major in that. The interesting thing about my journey, though, was when I was in college, I had a couple of sorority sisters who were finance majors. They were business majors. And they were always studying finance and talking EBITDA and lots of things that were really foreign to me. And so when I had an opening in my schedule to take a finance class, that's when I decided, I'm curious about it. I should go take a finance class. It was the first C that I had ever gotten in my life when I took this finance class. It was really hard. And it was was like me with economics, microeconomics. Yeah, it did not come naturally at all. And so I went up to the professor and I said, I either need to drop this class or I need to get some help in some way because this just is a lot harder than I thought. And I've never had a tough time with basic math and and some of the other classes that I'm challenged in. This is really, really tough for me. And he said, here's one suggestion. I think you, you should get a subscription to the Wall Street Journal and also to Fortune Magazine. And... Hopefully, after reading those every week, 
you will, things will start to connect for you because they simplify a lot of the terms that we're talking about in class. And I think that was such a great suggestion that he gave. I mean, I, I would hold on to all my Wall Street Journal papers. My roommates decided one day because they were so sick of seeing the Wall Street Journal that they wallpapered my room with the <laughs> tired of don't throw out the Wall Street Journal. But for me, Fortune magazine was a really unique story for me because I felt like there were stories in there. So I loved the journalism and the way that they told stories to connect things that I was learning. And when I not only got through that course, but I also decided to get a minor in finance because I thought there is a lot going on here that is not so easy for me, but it definitely is challenging me. And I enjoy a lot of the people that are also taking some of my courses I decided that when I was looking for a job, I definitely wanted to work in journalism, but I wanted to work for a company and a brand that I admired. And hopefully there would be people that work at a brand or a company that I admired that I would learn from. And I opened up my Fortune magazine and in the front of the inside front cover, they said who the managing editor was, Marshall Loeb. And I wrote to Marshall Loeb and I said, I want to tell you a story. And I said, thank you for allowing me to learn from your stories. And I went on um, to share about how I received a C and the professor told me to get a subscription to Fortune magazine And now I'm graduating and I'm looking for a role. And here is why I want to come work for you. I didn't say you should hire me. I didn't say that I was, I had tons of experience that I had worked in a million internships. I was very authentic and honest about how I was inspired. And I was a hard worker and I was a good writer and that I would love to come and meet him. And he wrote me a letter back and said, if you're ever in the New York area, let me know. And I would love to meet you. He didn't say, I'm going to give you a job. He didn't say, I'm going to give you an interview. But all I needed was that little opening to say, if you're ever in the New York area. So what did I do? I bought a plane ticket to go out to New York. And I told all my friends at Arizona State University that I was going to New York. And they said, how are you going to meet with him? And I said, well, I haven't figured that out yet, but I think I'm going to go to the HR office and I'm going to get an interview with Marshall. And so that's exactly what I did. I flew out. I used all my waitressing money and babysitting money and bought my plane ticket. I stayed with my sister's friend who was living in New York. And I went into the time and life building. And this is before security. So I walked up to the HR department. I'll never forget the woman who was sitting at the reception desk. I pulled out my letter from Marshall Loeb and I said, I'm here to see Marshall. I (laughs) got this letter. And she said, "Uh, do you have an appointment? And I said, no, I, I don't. She said, if you're ever in the New York area, She didn't know what to do with me. 
<laughs> and so I waited and she said, just a minute. And she called her head of HR and she said, she came out and she said, I'm really sorry to tell you, but you don't have an appointment and you don't have experience. And so you will not be getting a meeting with Marshall Loeb and you will not be getting a role with Marshall. We always hire people who have a lot of experience. And I said, okay, well, I'm here until tomorrow. Are there other roles in the building with other magazines? You have a lot of magazines in the building. Prior to even walking in the building, I didn't know that Time Magazine and Sports Illustrated and people, I take a job at, at any of them. But I got my foot in the door, I thought, by sending a letter into Marsha Loeb. And she looked at me and said, well, actually, at Time Magazine, there's an executive assistant role in circulation. Would you be interested in interviewing for that? And I said, that would be terrific. And she said, why don't you have a seat? I'll be right back. And she came back and she said, she will interview you. And I said, terrific. Little did I know that Brooke McMurray was looking for an assistant for months and could not get any candidates that she really liked. And so when I showed up, she was probably desperate, right, to have somebody. And I showed up and she said, tell me how this happened. Because I just found out that you were a candidate and I just saw your resume. And I said, I wrote a letter to Marshall Lowe. And she said, what? And I said, so I'm, I was in college and I wrote a letter to Marshall Loeb because I took a finance class and Fortune Magazine helped me figure out. She was just stunned at this story. She was laughing so hard at the, at the whole story. And she said, I love it. So you bought your own plane ticket to come out here? I said, I did. And I've never been to New York. And she was like, what do you think? And I said, I love it. It's terrific. I would love to live here. And she's enjoyed me. She saw my tenacity. She offered me a job almost on the spot. She said, if you will come and you will work hard, I will mentor you. I will help you. Maybe you'll get a job at Fortune Magazine eventually, but I need you to focus on being an executive assistant. Now, I knew what being an executive assistant was, or I thought I did. I had no idea still when I got the job, even the first day, what circulation was. I thought circulation, by the way, is subscriptions, the little cards that are blown into magazines that fall out. That was the department that Brooke was running. And I think it's a story of being yourself. When you're 21 years old, people don't expect you to have tons of experience. They want to figure out if you're enjoyable? What are your stories? What are you made of? Right. And more than anything, I mean, you've definitely hired people over the years. I mean, that's, that's what you're looking for. You want somebody to come in the door that you know is going to help you. Right. And that was the story of Fortune Magazine, a long-winded story. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to this latest episode of T for C. 
And if you're interested in learning more about my coaching services for confused college students and recent grads, feel free to check out the Time for Coffee website under the Coaching tab at time, the number 4, coffee.org or text me at 202-236-5712. That's 202-236-5712. Thank you.